I sing that not because it's my birthday, but because it was recently ruled that the birthday song is in the public domain. <gasps> That's right. Yes, it was claimed to be owned by Warner Chapel Music Publishing, which is why you never see it in like low budget movies, you know, or, or right. low budget TV shows, or hear it sung in chain restaurants. You know, they always have their own birthday song. Interesting. I didn't oh, know that. And uh, yeah, because they made $2 million a year. Uh, just from licensing on that. And then these filmmakers did this documentary about the history of this song, and there's some weird, hinky stuff going on, and the lawyers are pretty powerful at Warner, but then a judge ruled on it, and it's in the public domain. So sing away. Sing away at McDonald's or wherever you want to do it. Oh, this is a happy day. It's a very happy day. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Nooner. I did not know about the dark side the dark history of, of happy birthday of it's not such a no happy idea. birthday I now it is to, a happy birthday i was about to feel really bad i was like oh fuck it's marty's birthday no <laughs> everybody knew did you know oh my god happy birthday Marty! yeah thank you actually i did have a birthday sunday so oh. uh but did it, you yeah this sunday i did two days ago yes that's why i was so busy this weekend happy birthday yeah, happy belated um, birthday thank you how old did you become i became 47 wow yes nice. almost closing the half century mark um, welcome to a Smodco joint. Um, <laughs> Listen to you. Yes. <laughs> we, are th- uh, we are three right now. Why people. don't you turn your baseball cap backwards? Oh, yeah. Yo. Wear some Doc Martens or Air Martens. We meet every week uh, and <laughs> talk for two hours. Air Jordans. About Doc Jordan. Doc what Jordan. Doc Jordans. <laughs> about nonsense. Uh, thank you for joining us. I'm no. a host. My name Air, is Marty. Air Geezy's. Weezy? Air Weezy, sure. Air Jeezy. Air Jesus. I'm here with Cassandra Cardenas and uh, Giselle Nett. Hello. And we might have some other guests coming in later. We shall see. Their mic's set up, but there are chairs that are empty. Um, it's cold oh, in here. And it's That's a little creepy. The mic is set up, but the chair is empty. If you want to join in on the conversation mm-hmm. live, you can tweet in at Nooner Dan Marty That's or... That sounds like another way of saying, you know, when they say he 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 don't have all his light bulbs, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. one one sandwich short of a picnic. Yeah, like this. Yeah. Well, the mic is set up, but the chair is empty. <laughs> 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 that pretty much describes this podcast. <laughs> um, and if you want to um, email us, you can always email us nunerpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, f- Twitter people right now. We've got Jane and Hyper Canadian, Jenny Marie, Chris Miller, um, Cassandra Cardenas. Well, I didn't know you were listening too, tweeting in live. Oh, yeah, I love this show. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, then we've got Vincent in Hong Kong and Hello, uh, Chris Brown and Leo. Hi, so Chris. thank you guys Hello, all for Leo. listening. It really means a ton. But I'm going to. Is Senor Smoke dudes. with us? Um, uh, he'll be here later. Okay, Senor Smoke, sure. we'll see you when you get here. Yeah. Um, 
Last week, there was a huge uproar about this judge drug called Daraprim. It's a 62-year-old drug. I'm sure we all heard about it. It's extremely effective against toxoplasmosis. This is a very common parasite that most of us can handle. But if you're immunocompromised, like if you have cancer or you're getting cancer treatment or you have AIDS, uh, you're, you can be very vulnerable to this infection and it can uh, kill you. And so this kerfuffle happened when this company, Turing <laughs> Pharmaceuticals, yes, I said kerfuffle. I enjoyed uh, it. Yeah. I did. <laughs> they purchased the right to this drug, the brand name of uh, Daraprim, and they raised the price of the drug from $13.50 a pill to $750 a pill. Ugh. Um, and because patients have to use the drug for months at a time, a course of treatment can cost hundreds of thousands of dollars at, at that price, at $750 a pill. And Martin Shkreli, I just love that. It's just like a Bond villain name. Shkreli. Um, Martin Shkreli. Yes. He is the CEO we'll later, of the company. Mr. Bond. He justified, is that... That's uh, my, that's my that's Bond good. girl. Yeah, but what, at what point is he sending him off into some sort of like, you know explosive he's tied to a bomb and see you later oh i don't know i haven't ever seen a james bond movie oh my (laughs) god okay put it put a pin in that (laughs) we'll get to that later (laughs) marty's eyes just got wide (laughs) keep raging um so he justified this price increase because he said he wanted to develop a better drug to fight toxoplasmosis and that's what he said? Yeah, and that's what justified the 5,500% price increase. Ugh, fucking raise it when you figure out the new drug, well, dipshit. Also, the, the drug is very effective, and it's been effective for six decades. Right. So, And this guy, Shkreli, is a, a former hedge fund manager. And uh, he, in my opinion, was just looking to corner the market for, at the expense of other people's lives. And... Be- but you might say, well, okay, if this drug is in the public domain, why doesn't just another company make a generic version of the drug? And only a few thousand patients in this country need the drug, and it's not in wide use. But, uh, so it means that it's incredibly pro- profitable if you charge $750 a pill. And if a generic company comes in and they say, oh, we'll just lower it back down to $1,350, they're not going to make a profit. So it's, they have this really, it's really devious and, you know, Shkreli was unapologetic about it. He was a douchebag facing sexual harassment charges at his last company, um, or at a previous company. And he's posted these douchey responses on Twitter saying that people just need to deal with it. And then, after the backlash, he said he would lower the price of the drug, but they didn't say how much. So you might say, okay, well, this, you know, what's the big deal? The capitalist tried to, to maximize profits, and then was publicly shamed for it. The system works. But... You know, we don't know how much he's going to lower the price. And it also happens all the time, uh, and it goes unchecked. This same guy at another company purchased a drug that was $1.50 a pill and raised it to $30 a pill when he was a CEO. And most of the time, this price gouging is because of the high cost of developing new medicines. And companies spend billions of dollars to, to develop these drugs, and not all of them make it to market, so they recoup costs by, you know, from profits from other drugs. And uh, when they do get a drug that is approved by the FDA, they have a very small window before their patent expires to, you know, where they have uh, just a monopoly on the market. So usually it's around 12 years that they have to recoup their costs and make a profit. So that I understand. The problem is our country here in the U.S., we have no price regulations on drugs. So all other Western countries, they have price limitations, and they negotiate directly with companies to keep the prices uh, reasonable. 
And this means that, okay, so then if you're a U.S. drug company, you're like, okay, well, we'll negotiate with them because we can always just overcharge Americans and make our money. And we don't really see the cost because a lot of it's covered by insurance and it just goes skyrocketing. Um, and, and so then that's why premiums keep going up. So, like, so there's this drug called Sovaldi, and it's a drug that cures hep C. I think we've talked about it before. And it cure, cures it in 90% of patients. It's like a miracle drug. But it's a 12-week treatment. And then the manufacturer, Gilead Sciences, they charge $84,000 per course. That's $1,000 per pill. Mm-hmm. So, and as a doctor, you don't care. You, ideally, a doctor should not care about the cost of drugs. You know? they, you, their goal is to heal you. You know, unless they unless they know that you're paying out of pocket, but in general, you don't want your 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 uh, doctor. You want them to give you the best thing possible. So if you have FC, you want them to give you Savaldi, but it costs Medicare, and this is that's the public insurance for old people and uh, and some poor people. That cost, we spent three billion dollars last year on Savaldi, Medicare did, and that doesn't include private insurance for the drug. So. In India, guess how much a course of Sovaldi, same drug costs, 84 pills. Just guess. Uh, 25 rupee. Well, in U.S. dollars. Uh, oh, 25 uh, dollars. So you think... That I have no idea. <laughs> okay, give a guess. I don't know the exchange rate. 84,000, 84 pills mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, so $1,000 a pill here. 84,000. 84,000 um, dollars. How much Whoa. would you... It's less no. in India, yeah? Yeah, it's less in India. Because Two, 200 dollars. Guess. Oh gosh, twelve dollars. I'm gonna go prices right here, and I'm gonna go wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna say zero. Bill, four hand jobs. No, give me a dollar. Come on. I didn't read the homework. I, I, I just, all right. Never mind. Thank. I would just be saying a random number. I that's, have no context. Funny. Okay. Well, thanks for joining. Um, <laughs> Seventy-two. What difference does it make? Well, it's just I'm just trying to get, get a sense of what you would think that is reasonable. I have reasonable. no idea. I know nothing about India okay. or its health system. Well, but this, this is a, dr- a high-tech drug that they're India selling. India has a pretty big gap between the rich and the poor, so maybe it's a little bit more expensive. Well, it's actually $1,500. Okay. A pill? So not bad. For the whole ca- For the whole thing. Yeah. So $84,000 to $1,500 in India. Yeah. And so would Gilead, would they be selling the drug in India for at not a profit so you would imagine for $1,500 they're at least making a profit is the same company manufacturing mm-hmm. and selling same here company. and in India yeah wow so that's so basically the US is picking up the tab or creating extra profits for these companies based on yeah. that B- based on the fact that we don't have price regulations so I feel like we should put limits on pharmaceutical companies uh oh big government well, I mean, other countries are do it, doing it. Pharmaceutical companies sell there and make a profit. So, I agree with you. I mean, we need to come up with a, a formula that's based on the development cost of a drug, and then we negotiate with the drug company for something that's fair. And then health care costs go down, people can afford insurance, you know, Yahtzee. But, and you might say, like, this is big government. And, I wouldn't. You know, I'm just trying to yeah, say. Yeah, no, no. Something. I mean, you might. Right. One might say. <laughs> yeah. uh, that. You know, this is against the capitalistic way. I don't think... Uh, here's the thought that I've been thinking since I got here, and I, and I can't um, articulate because uh, I don't get super invested, and I didn't read the homework, and I just woke up. But uh, Marty sent us homework, which I really appreciate, but I didn't have a chance to, to, to read it. Um, is there a way to be a capitalist society and not allow capitalism in the realm of healthcare? Right. So that's, that, that's my point, is that it's, it's, um, it's still capitalistic in that we are allowing 
drugs that, uh, companies that develop new drugs to have temporary monopolies, and we still want to price it so that they can ha- make a profit, but people's lives are on the line, and it's a public health issue. But is there, is there a way to government fund that research so it's not based on profit? Uh, it's no, just based on information? I think, I don't mind that companies make a profit, but it's, it's about price gouging. Hmm. And so that's why you have the government in there to, to regulate prices like they do in other countries. And so that companies can't rate people as they're dying. My only concern is to decentivize Disincentivize, Disincentivize uh, people from continuing to develop exactly. effective drugs. That, right. that would be that, the only concern. That's where you which need. is why, if you had a level playing field and it wasn't, well, if I can't make money doing this, then I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do something else. Right. But that's why you, you have, you negotiate. It's disincentivize? For, sure. Yeah. Or is it, de- it's not decentivize? It's mm-hmm. desensitize. Yeah, well. No. De- I mean, I just fucking got up, guys. Okay, All right, okay, no, no that's excuses. That's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, this might happen, especially with uh, where government will step in, especially in light of these, these new public sort of things happening. Um, but the drug industry has a huge lobby. And, um, but, you know, I, I hope that this is a, a wake-up call. And because rapey hedge fund managers shouldn't be dictating whether I, I can live or die, so... Um, and that is my rant. Do you guys have any thoughts about that? Where's the Giselle? What can we do? What can we do? Well, we, we listen and we, are, we be, start by becoming aware of it. And then we get enraged about it. And, and then what? And we publicly shame people like Shkreli. And he will lower the price. And then we get on our uh, legislators' backs and like, make sure that they know that this is an issue that we care about. Oh, okay. Some issues are just a little bit too big for me to um, invest a lot of my brain into. Oh, sure. Because this, the pharmaceutical industry in this country in general is something that like causes, brings me a lot of anger. Um, Anxiety. Yeah, anxiety and things that they might prescribe me drugs for. Um, And I don't... (laughs) Yeah, I've got the right to that's how they get you. Yeah, well, that's what I don't like. I don't like that like, you know, obviously if you need a drug, you gotta cure your hep C and you gotta, um, you know cure your age oh you have to manage your hiv but like there's also the whole other like people just developing drugs like to you know make people not think feel that a certain cra- way feel yeah. a certain way and not feel feelings and not think think that they're crazy and you know like get they just get prescribed this kind of stuff this is like one thing that i agree with scientology with uh <laughs> well, it's a it's a like, spectrum i mean yeah, yeah. i used to babysit a lot of seven-year-olds on hardcore prescription drugs and I was like I don't think it's, this is how this should work terrible. I mean it, 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 I um, I was put on Prozac when I was in seventh grade what? my mom took me off of it immediately like after three days because she's like ah, this is awful but um, I don't I think that that stuff's like really fucked up and I don't like this whole industry in general so I try not to think about it um, because it just makes me angry. And but I it's where so much of our money goes like 17 well, 18%. I hate that I hate that right. I hate that like you're gonna. They're jacking up prices so much in a country where still not everyone has health care, and right. where health care is such a f- issue. Like the government won't pass something where to like where everyone can get health care, you know. And then they still make prices go up and up and up and up. But it's like people's incomes aren't changing, up, right? Or so uh, it, lower and lower and middle incomes are yeah, not changing. Yeah, like what? Where does someone get off? Fucking making a thirteen dollar drug seven hundred and fifty dollars. Right. Make it twenty. Make it 
30. Right. Especially right. somebody who's already wealthy. So it's not like, if I don't do this, my children won't there eat. Is, no, you already there is have a yacht. No, like, what's the there's problem nothing there? that that person could say that makes me feel like they have one good intention at all. That is just, to me, it just sounds like cruelty and yeah, unless one hundred percent of the profits was going greed. back into creating yeah, a cure for the disease, exactly. that the pill, that, a better cure than but the pill. But it's not. Itself. It's some, no, of course not. It's some hedge fund it's dildo d- who wants to just like for the shareholders. Right. I wants to hang out with Kanye. The, you know, and yeah. to be fair, like high profits mean more uh, the development of other drugs. So we want that. But, yeah, and, but, like, but it's like a balance. It's like you said, like, you know, like where do you find the balance? And that's that's the tough part. And that's why it's easier to get feel rage and act on a, a dentist who kills a lion, you know, as opposed to this large, huge uh, issue, which right. is just really hard to to get like be like fully but confident about. It's know? interesting though because the way you put it, it, well, as long as there's a profit, there's going to continue to be development because there's a market. Well, there's a market because people are dying. Right. There's right. always going to be a market because there's a disease that kills people. That's the market. And then there's the whole other market. There's of, your incentive. Giving seven-year-olds Ritalin and there's a right. whole other... I mean, that, that's, that's a, a, a really important thing. Like, I'm definitely of the... Like, I went to the emergency room, emergency room and they, they insisted on giving me this cast on my hand. Yeah. And I knew... I was like, I, I don't need it. And it's like, no, no, you have to have it. And I knew that they must have charged me hundreds of dollars for you it. You were there you know? for an ingrown toenail? An ingrown, yeah, I had a headache and they gave me a cast. <laughs> they said, you um, need it. Yeah. They want, probably they want to immobilize your right hand. I went in you for... You were getting um, too close. ...fevers and exhaustions and got four spinal taps. Ended up being sick for two years. Jesus. What? Why did you have a fever and exhaustion? Turns out I had mono. Oh. oh. And instead you have a spinal tap. Four of them. Holy wow. Is that how they found out you had mono? No, they found out after a week in the hospital, they put me, after putting me on a drug um, in, where if you have mono, you have an allergic reaction. I had the allergic reaction. Uh, and I think somebody went, huh, a college kid with fevers and exhaustion. Right. Let's test for mono, like after being in the hospital a week. How old were you, or college age, you 20, say? 19, 20. Oh, my God. But it's a little spinal fluid in, in my body that I couldn't sit up without vomiting, so I couldn't eat. So I lost, like. 25 pounds. Which, you can't as you can imagine that. on me losing 25 pounds. Yeah, really you gross. would look very skinny. That's um, the other thing is that doctors, you know, like, I forgot which... Like Bill Jerky. They're getting, like, you know, they're getting, um, not bribed, not, but they're getting, like, you know, they have... What's the, a form of bribery? These, like ra- these reps gym. that, you know, a kind of rom- romance the doctors and get yeah. them to and prescribe certain things. The whole industry is so fucking... But they, but they, they all put, are though. But they have put restrictions I know, I mean, on that. Volkswagen, you, know. you think Volkswagen's the only yeah, company no, doing sure. that? It happens all the time, and that's where government comes in and steps in and says, "Hey," and and so it's a good thing that we have the EPA, or else it, this thing would have gone on, you know, indefinitely. And so it's like, right. oh, you have to have the government get bigger to like force people to be better human yes. beings. Yeah. yeah, and then yes, so you do. Depressing. But then you it's get, so but depressing. then you get a bigger government, and it's like, oh, ask the American government to get bigger. But it's so run by this money that like and it getting bigger doesn't really help anything either. I know. That's it's why like it's driven by lobbyists. Yeah, you gotta hit the people the, who are profiting you on this in the first place. Hit the part. reset button. On right. I mean, <laughs> America right there now. There needs to be more uh, ah. emphasis on preventative care. Campaign finance reform. Yeah, but Michael Binhock. Michael Binhock said that. You know, he has to take penicillin because he has tonsillitis, and well, that's and that's great. That's that's what the um, medis- the medical industry is there for, um, and and he only had to pay five euro for that, so not bad. See, yes. that's the German healthcare system. Of what eight dollars, something like that. Um, so, Cassandra, yes, uh, you do you 
tell us about the experience of making the first movie that you wrote. Oh, God. Now? <laughs> uh, I no, mean, no, no, no. We'll just wait here in so silence. Make it work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> better drag it out. All right. Uh, two people just left the table after asking me that. Uh, no, it was, it was very fun, and um, uh, it was it was kind of stressful. But, you know, I mean, I was, I'm working with a bunch of friends, and it's... It's a uh, hilariously low budget, so. Um, you, I, for, I forget. I remember when we were talking about it when you were uh, on the verge of, of the production. But you wrote it. You were also in it, mm-hmm. but you did not direct it. No. But of course, I, you had to produce it because it was your, your right. baby. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, I did. I, I did my best to like stay, keep off the director's toes, and just right. kind of keep my opinion to myself. <laughs> worry, um, worry about your own performance. Yeah. Um, which How was, hard was that? Oh, it was a nightmare. Yeah, and and I didn't. Did you guys get into your fights? Kind of. Yeah, there was there was a there was one specific day where um, I didn't do a good job at that, and uh, I felt really bad about it, and um, got talked to about it. Um, But uh, you know, and maybe going forward, I um, will consider directing as well. Um, How did it feel working uh, across from another actor saying your dialogue? Were you able to just? listen to what they were saying in the moment or were you thinking like I wish he was funnier no I wish, because I was, oh, he I was, made that work right. I was super <laughs> lucky that like because I had you know I had uh, readings and I had a couple rehearsals and stuff beforehand um, and uh, something that a lot of my actors I should say all of my actors um, but a couple <laughs> of the actors specifically like just really like made the dialogue so much funnier than I even wrote it nice. um so that's i was always great yeah so i was really really happy with i mean overall like it was super stressful and there was some problem or there was a couple problems here and there but nothing was huge and i was super super happy with how much my friends um and everyone who was helping me with the film like just came through like more than i even expected them to did um, you ever have a, a moment where you forgot a line of dialogue and you're like i fucking wrote this and i can't I knew, remember what i'm supposed to i knew say. other i knew other people's lines more than like better than i knew my own <laughs> lines um but uh yeah no it was i can it just was, imagine you like mouthing the words like when <laughs> like when Wee herman gets his cameo yeah right. doesn't, doesn't he do that yeah, yeah. hey yeah. jake pw Harmed. <laughs> and then he's like saying the other guys. I love that movie. It's the greatest movie in the world. Yeah. yeah. It was it was good and um I can also see like why writers aren't usually allowed on sets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to stay away from the scenes that I wasn't in. Um and uh Oh, that must have been tough. Oh, it was awful. I was yeah. I wanted to be I wanted to be there for everything, but luckily like, you know, sometimes like there wasn't even room for me in the room that they were shooting in. So it's a it's a very goofy like it's got like the the director made a lot of like um, kind of made it look a little Scooby Dooish, which I really liked. Um, so it's I saw uh, I saw a little bit of the footage last night um, against the editor's will, um, <laughs> and then uh, I'm gonna go back over there after. And how does it look? It's really cute. It looks. Um, That's awesome. It looks. It has that low budget look to it that like makes me happy. Right? Like it's like in, like we're not trying to be something that we're not you know it's got like mm. i don't know i just really liked it and i'm really happy and is you gonna make it for film festivals yeah i'm gonna uh, use it for film festivals and what camera did you use oh i don't know like some like canon cheap one i don't know i didn't have anything fancy the canon s1 vx 500 
Yeah. No, that's a Sony. The Sony VX one hundred five thousand S. No, my sister had a Sony VX one thousand. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is an actual camera. Do it have uh, aftermarket uh, alterations? A spoiler? What camera spoiler? She's no. making car references with her camera references. Oh, okay. Did drop carb? <laughs> I know nothing about the equipment. I know uh, nothing about editing. I know very little about the sound. So, um, but, and yet you were a sound person on the last thing. Well, you that was because we're just what we're trying to do. Trade me, favors. Yeah, we're trading favors, and we're trying to like you know make stuff for very little money so that we can put it in film festivals if, awesome. if we're confident enough in it, which I feel good about this one. So we put um, this in film festivals and be like, hey, look what we did with $2,000. Like, That's pretty great. Imagine what we could do with more. And so right now it's like 19 minutes, but we're doing um, pickup shots tomorrow for a couple things. And so it's probably be about 25 minutes maybe. But um, Wow. Yeah. How I'm, fun. Yeah, it's, it was super fun. And uh, I'll post a bunch of pictures on my website later. Um, and, and what's it called? Matched. No, your website. Oh, my website? No. Matched? <laughs> no, uh, no. It's um. called, it's, <laughs> the movie's called, the short film's called Matched, and uh, my website is CassandraCardiness.com, but there's nothing on it right now, so don't. Well, there's a lot of stuff on my website, but there's nothing about the movie, so. Is it spelled like it sounds, or is it like M-A-T-C-H apostrophe D or something? No, it's spelled like it sounds, because it's, Good. it's, yeah, it's a, tin, a Tinder reference, so. Got it. Or, oh, yeah. It's not a Match.com reference, so don't get that. No. Don't. don't but I don't fuck with yeah. that website. Don't come after That's for me, old lawyers. people. That's for uh, people. You have to pay to be on that one. Oh, speaking of old people, so you've never seen a Bond film? Uh, I have. I, I My uh, sister tweeted at me, um, and I, I have apparently seen one <laughs> when I was younger. Um, Wait, which she one? Said, she said... Well, Goldeneye? One of the ones that Sean Connery was in. Okay. Um, Probably never seen ever again. Maybe, but she said she said that uh, that's not canon. She said Sean Connery <laughs> taught us math because I guess when we watched this movie, I just one rem- plus one. Well, three. My sister has always had the Sean Connery impersonation, and it's been since we were like I remember being like five or six, and my sister being like six plus five is four. Always like six plus five is four. Wrong dog. uh, Math problem. So apparently we have seen Bond because she's been doing that in person. He does the uh, Terrence Howard school of math. (laughs) Yeah, basically. God, that guy's nuts. So um, yeah, I've been. I feel more inclined to watch Star Wars than I do um, James Bond. Oh yeah, we still have to do that. By the way, we're still we're gonna. I think we'll just we'll do four, five, and six, and just call it. You know, that's probably what we have the bandwidth to get. When through. is uh, the new one coming? Christmas, Christmas time. Oh no. gosh, yeah. So that's actually kind of soon. Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, so we, I think Disney, we'll only have time. Disney to get was like, five, "We got it. Here you go. Really yeah. fast." Oh, they've already got like you know all the merch coming out now. They you know just like they got to be careful with the merch because of spoilers, right? I'm sure, but you know they probably have a warehouse full of of Happy Meals just ready to go. <laughs> Burgers already made. You yeah. Know? Uh, Probably McDonald's yeah. is gross. Oh, is it McDonald's? Is that what they're doing? That's Happy Meals. Oh, okay. Well, you started it with the so, <laughs> Shut up! You don't know. <laughs> um, so last night was the premiere of the Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Oh, uh-huh. so your thoughts? I watched it this morning. And uh, I like him. Um, he sure is handsome, huh? He's a he's a good looking cat. He's a I like him. Of- Yummy cake. It's you know it's the same it's the same show it's the same show with different guy. Um, they didn't change the format or, I mean I'm not super familiar with the Daily Show before John Stewart, but um, oh, I mean you were only what 
yeah, an embryo when uh, it started. What he was on for seventeen years. Yeah, I was I was aware I, of life, but now I wasn't watching Comedy Central. Um, yeah, so I but it's the same format, same show. Um, he's cute. He almost delivers his jokes, kind of similar. Um, Is he trying to be? I did not see it. I saw a headline that said it was met with lukewarm reviews. Yeah. But I didn't even bother to read that or watch it. So I'm wondering. Uh, is he trying to be John Stewart, or is he finding no. a way to do his own thing? No, it's like the, the rhythm is the same. Yeah, because he seems like he's gonna probably do his own thing eventually. But I think right now he just kind of needs to get everybody to like not hate him. Right, so. and not, not like, like why did he stray yeah. f- stray from the formula? Yeah, right. exactly. So like, like he was confident, he yeah. was charming, nice. But I didn't laugh at all. I laughed a couple times. Well, because, you know, you don't, you don't have a sophisticated sense of humor like I do. That's true. Mm-hmm. And I'm also sexually attracted to Trevor Noah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh maybe, Trevor, he'll, maybe he'll hear me laughing all the <laughs> way from my house. Much, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> You're hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just his first night. He'll find his own voice. But, you know, my feeling is like, yeah, I don't need to watch it ever again. Uh, unless it's, you know, I'll watch clips of it, but I don't feel like that. Did you regularly watch The Daily Show? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. See, okay, because, like, I, I'm i just going to keep watching it because I just like watching The Daily Show. Oh, he's so, he's so insightful. All right, oh. all right. Would you put him on your list? My list? Yeah. My list is endless right now. I don't have a boyfriend. I can have sex with whoever I want. Woo! But, yeah, no, if I had a boyfriend, he might he might make my list. Just because, yeah. you know, why not? Yeah. Trevor Noah. Does he seem to have, um, it's hard to tell from one episode, obviously you had this whole arc of John Stewart's career where you could find a very defined um, moral take and, and political stance and you could, you, when something would happen you would say, I can't wait to see what John Stewart has to say about this because right. you, were, you, were, you were familiar with his, sort of his take. Does he, is he finding that kind of a, do you get a sense already that he, he's coming from somewhere very specific and he has... No, not yet. I don't, I don't like... He, right now, he just seems like he's really just filling right in where John Stewart was. Right, so trying, he just trying to steer the ship and not necessarily. Yeah, like he's plant it the flag. It doesn't necessarily seem like he has any big opinions about anything that are too different from the opinions of the show already. And there are new uh, correspondents that I need to break in, and so that'll be. Interesting. Oh, I liked the new correspondent. He had it was I think is was he cute too? No, he's like some heavier he's guy, like a black guy. Uh, you're a black guy. You can't be cute and heavy and black. You can, but not in my opinion. <laughs> there you have it, listeners. That's you know who's Cascar cute. Daniels. You know who's cute and heavy and black. What's that guy's name? Ruben Stuttered. Um, oh, he is. Yeah, he's cute. Me and blackface. No, I will think of it. David Allen Greer. Yeah, he is. Um, oh, Carmichael show. The Carmichael show is so good. I just started watching that. Which one? The Carmichael Show, Gerard Carmichael's show I on don't NBC. Know. What is that called? It's called the well, Carmichael it's called Show. The Carmichael Show. Oh, what's, clearly, what's the premise? Uh, it's basically All in the Family, um, but with Gerard Carmichael. Look at her making a '70s reference. Yeah, who's the only reason I'm doing that is because I heard Gerard Carmichael on Mark Maron's podcast saying, "Yeah, it's basically All in the Family." <laughs> but who's Gerard um, Carmichael? Gerard Carmichael is a stand-up comedian, and he's he's really great. And I like him a lot. And uh, <laughs> I, I he, now know a lot about him. No, he's not on the list. Um, too skinny. He's like he kind of looks like Chris Rock a little bit. Um, like, for me, nothing excites me. There are like no sh- new shows on the fall schedule Bummer. that have me champing in the bit. I'm not excited about any movies. I mean, even The Martian. I you know I like love. You're not both. excited about the Charlie Kaufman stop motion. No, no I, I mean a friend of mine. Like I just went and visited the set 
you know, and saw mm-hmm. them because a friend of mine is one of the producers on it. And the I mean, dude, the be, bass player, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, little pig, little pig. I have, I have, yeah. But no, it'll. You're not even excited for the Martians, you say? Well, I was, no. I mean, I'll see it. I don't know. I just don't know how to get out of this rut, and I think it's probably part of my own bitterness for not being more involved in in the creative. Well, your world. new haircut should help. You look delightful. Oh, I haven't had my haircut for a while. And maybe I just haven't seen you in a while. Uh-huh. You saw me last week. I don't remember. You weren't looking at me. You right. just like turned away the whole time. <laughs> you, you made me sick last week. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this week you're, so you're on jaded. my list. I know. I, that's what it is. I'm, I'm jaded and I just need to get out of it. So I don't know. If people have uh, shows that they are, Ooh. they say are must sees for this new season, please tweet in at Nooner Dan Marty. Please. This isn't a new show, but it's new to me. Um, which was the name of my favorite um, used clothing store in Madison, Ohio. It's new to you. Like, quit complaining. Is it new um, to me or new to you? It's new to me. It might no, not be. I don't, know. I don't know if you watch it. No, no. What's the show? Madison, Ohio? This, mm-hmm. Not Wisconsin? There are both, but oh, this, this one specifically okay. is, was in Ohio. But is a store called new to me or new to you? It's new to you. Uh, okay. With an exclamation point. So, like, get over yourself. And is there um, a po- an apostrophe somewhere <laughs> in there? Uh, between, the I, the t- between the T and the S of its. Okay, cool. Um... Rick and Morty. I'd never seen it before. I watched oh. three episodes last night. It's wild. It's hysterical. It's 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 super fast paced. Same production company as the Charlie Starburns. Co- yeah, as uh, Charlie Kaufman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a it, that, it's Dan Harmon. Yeah, they're, they're oh, God, insane there, nuts. and they do really great stuff. And very intelligent, like very scientifically sophisticated, but they don't bore you with it. Uh, it's just fantastic. I like the new season of South Park, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I liked how they stretched that joke out, out to two episodes though, for the first two. The PC principal? PC principal. Yeah, yeah. I, liked it. I liked the second episode. I don't really watch a lot of South Park. Um, I have, but I just like... I Look just, at your fancy nails. I'm sorry. I distra- got distracted by your yeah, She has beautiful uh, I gotta get these polish on got, her nails. I They're red these, and long. I, I take got a these picture. done for the film. Uh, they look like... Um, they look like... Bond nails that are covered in like poison, you know, curare. Yeah, see, I don't get that reference, but um, <laughs> I just, I cut them because they were blood. She's colored. deadly. Five put plus five equals. Then, put it close to your face, death. then we get your pretty face. Um, Jenny Marie says, "I'm I not. Am, I was I not on board with Trevor Noah, but after yeah, seeing him in action last night, I'm okay with him. I'm still a regular viewer. That's that's good. I fair I, enough." And I've enjoyed uh, Colbert, and but I've just watched uh, just the clips part of it. I haven't even watched Colbert. Um, uh, he's yeah, I mean he's great. And he, like, yeah, he's great. I don't. I yeah. wasn't worried. And it, it, he's. It looks like he's having a great time. So that's pretty awesome. But um, oh, and Chris Brown is excited about the reboot of the Blue Jays in the playoffs coming back after twenty two years. That's not a TV show, Chris. You know, nobody it happens on television. It's televised. It's not a TV show. It's a show that happens. It's a, it's a show. It's a spectacle. You're a spectacle. You're a wimp. Baseball. What? Sports guys beat me up, so I hate sports. And I have to. I went into comedy because sports make me feel like I have a small dick. Fuck you. It's fun. Watch it. What? what? Yeah, watch what? sports. Why did, where where did we go? No, uh, we went through a wormhole. I, I don't know. I, all just of a sudden, I got anger. Planet. Marty, like a high school football quarterback would. It really <laughs> sounded like he no was, high school football quarterback would have just punched him. That's true. It I, like, I was the subtext of the punch. It sounded like got he was it. replaying something from junior high. No, you know? because I watch sports, and I don't bitch about it. 
Or is that the one with the ball that they throw? Let, I wouldn't know. I'm an intellectual. Fuck you. Let, let's what, play. Why, a, let's not say I, fuck you about uh, people with opinions that that are fine, that are totally well, justified. I'm, a, I'm someone who has an opinion, and my opinion is fuck you. Well, let's not be aggressive about it. Oh, let's come try. on. That's what sports are. They're aggressive. Jesus Christ. Well, you know, if you're, well, let's all hold hands and sing "Kumbaya Fucking Yeah." That'll be entertaining. <laughs> well, Jesus. it's not entertaining to just be angry at people. Sure, it is. Not to me, Louis Black. He's not entertaining to me. Bill O'Reilly. Not entertaining to me. Well, if there is something entertaining about Louis Black, and he's not particularly to my taste either. No, not mine But either. to the extent that he is entertaining, I think it have uh, a little more to do with the cleverness of his wording and not simply his rage. So, while I respect your emotion, Bill, maybe this is an opportunity for you to branch out to some clever uh, wordings and more. Um, Actually, thought what I said was very clever. Thoughts than just fuck F- you is not. F-U. No, it was all the build up to that. But I and then the, re- game, the repetition of it was the joke. Here's a game we can play, which is how many things in a row can we mention to Bill, and he will say no that's wrong <laughs> <laughs> that's there there's your uh there's your drinking game when he, every time he says fuck you then <laughs> we'll have so sip. many like uh, just the spate of tens of people having going into alcohol poisoning uh, comas <laughs> at, at <laughs> and then Bill, bill's like trying to say fuck you to me but he's like oh i don't want people to to die that was really thoughtful <laughs> of you bill <laughs> <laughs> um so, do you want to do your um, your hundred words right now? Is now a good time Now's for this? Now's a great this? time. We had some wonderful, uh, and Bill, there's one for you. We had some wonderful submissions to the one hundred words. This is a new segment, newish segment. We still need a theme song for it. It's a call to action for people to write a hundred words on whatever they want to write words on. Yeah. And um, this is Giselle's thing. I have yet to participate, but I have... I have some words. You have yet to embrace oh. it. No, no, I'm embracing <laughs> it now. <laughs> I have my head. Oh, my, heart, um, my balls just. Uh, okay. here, I'm going to Bill. I'm See, going. See, Marty's allowed to be aggressive, and everyone doesn't have to shout. Oh, him fuck back. you! See, what? I think that's great. What? That's where the problem is. To be fair, I'm on your side. I also this. described myself as the subtext of a high school football player's punch. So it's not like I just shouted "fuck you" and didn't have anything to say. Again, I agree. Thank you, um, Bill. Uh, <laughs> Here, here is an email that we get uh, for 100 words for you to read. Okay. So I'm giving it to you to, to look over. Uh, and I'm so going it's not to, a cold read? So it's not cold, just to give you a chance. And then I'm going to read Joseph Douglas Watson. Uh, we had three submissions this week, so we're going to be reading 300 words. But uh, Leo and Joseph Douglas Watson both submit, and here is Leo's. <coughs> Leo writes... The Angora sweater fell down near the powered-off typewriter. Ghosts of the past, phantasms lingered in the Yucca Drive flat. The TV's internal racket always on, mocking him, mocking his achievements, his legacy. There was no vodka in the house. Had Kathy drank the last drop? No way to pawn the typewriter, still stories to write. Scripts to rewrite, speeches to spell check, the amount of work forever lost to the tides of time, to the bottoms of filing cabinets. What was left? Movies, film stock, broken friendships and failed dreams, and the reputation of being the worst director in the history of the modern world, until Uwe Boll's birth. 
Well, I, th- <laughs> I think that... D- oh, I should have set it up with the title. Yeah. You give the title now. It was... I, I don't have it in front 100, of me. 100... Oh, it was The Final Lament of Edward D. Wood Jr. Yeah, I really botched that. I should have <laughs> given the title first. <laughs> I, when I heard Angora sweater, I was like, oh, it was an Ed Wood reference. There you go. You got it. So Ed Wood was... I mean, it would have been much better if you said Ed the Ed Wood was a movie director, and this was his final lament. Okay. Well, that was really good, Leo. I'm sorry I bought it by not giving the title It was first. very good. I liked that one a lot. Good job. Yeah, I like that one, too. And fuck Uwe Boll. Which one is he again? I know we've talked about him. And He's done. He did Postal, Postal Two, and he did all these video game remake or uh, movie. Oh yeah, cinema, yeah, yeah. cinemazizations. And he's this uh, former doctor, and he got into a boxing match with one of his critics. Just this really outspoken guy who's kind of insufferable. Uh, insufferable. Mm. Yeah. Um, Bill. Oh. So Bill, yeah, you want to? Yeah, read sure. Chris it's Mi- still fairly Chris cold read, so okay. apologies. But uh, this is from Chris Miller. 3 a.m. and I still can't sleep. Bad idea. Three days with no sleep is deadly in this line of work, but I just can't. Or maybe, maybe I'm too afraid to even try. Afraid of what I'll see. 4.27 a.m. Can't fight it much more. No point, really. I see it already. They're like grainy home movies. It's us laughing in a class about some stupid joke I made. Then we're watching movies and tossing popcorn, followed by the time we got in a drag race in Brooklyn. At first, it's all the good stuff. The stuff we all prefer to remember. But of course, the other things always creep in. Crying, self-inflicted scars, the loss of light in her eyes. Others barely see it. It's all I can see. Two weeks of investigating is all it takes. Truth burns like a lashing. That's when a fire is reignited for the first time in a lifetime. Wow, that's great. Chris Miller, that's really nice. Yeah, I'm looking to see if there was a title. And I fucked it up, but I don't see a title. No, there was not. Okay, good, good. You did good. That's really well done, great. Chris. Yeah, really mm-hmm. great. I'm ready to see what happens at 5.21 a.m. Yeah, that's great. And then we have one more, Joseph Douglas Watson, right in. And this one do not have... Ooh, uh, Joseph has to tell us how his novel's going, right? He was, well, last time we were, he was um, yeah, talking about this, he was working on a novel, yeah? I think he um, he's had some ups and downs. He said... Uh, he recently lost somebody who he cared about, oh. who was only 27 years old, oh. and passed wow. away. And he say, I thought I would express my feelings in writing. So it's a, it's a little bit of more of the heartfelt, but here it goes. He say, I sit here on my bed, listening to a Nuna podcast while I stare into the sad eyes of James Dean on the background of my iPad. I think about how he lost his life so young and worry I am wasting my own. I recently lost my first love in a motorcycle accident. It hit me very hard, although we had not spoken in years. It's strange how easy it is to lose touch with each other, even when things have not been emotionally resolved, especially when. I find it is not easy to fall out of love with someone, although many people seem to have had that experience as it pertains to me. Goodbye, my friend. Wow, Aww. Joseph Douglas, that's, so that's really beautiful. Yeah, very well yeah. done. And, and sorry for your loss. Very yes. sorry for your loss. And then he follow up with a question. He said, I would like to ask, have you ever had someone that you lost touch with that you wish you could see again, dead or alive? And what would you tell them if you could see them again? I'd tell Cleo not to step in front of the moving train. Is that true? Yep. 
Who's Cleo? A friend of mine who, who committed suicide. Do you know, I had a friend commit suicide with a train. Mm. Whoa. I was yeah. friends with his brother, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. 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 And boy, that, and that, it happened while I was in, uh, like, that while in, I knew, uh, I was in school with Kyle. And mm-hmm. boy, that was just really devastating. Sad. Was Cleo very depressed? Apparently. Yeah. Well, we hadn't been in touch since college. Um, but uh, that's what you would tell that's him. That's what I would tell her. 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 Yeah. Oh, Cleo. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Cassandra? Anybody you would wish to see again? Um, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Um, someone that I've lost, like, lost touch with. Uh, probably. I really, I really would have to think about it because I'm. Yeah, it's. I don't know. For the most part, Probably. The, the people who is in my life, I like to have in my life, and the ones who is not, I'm okay that they're That's not in my life. That's kind of how I feel, is I'm just like, you know, there's obviously friends who I um, have lost touch with that I would love to see again, but at the same time, you know, we're, the reason that we lost touch was because our lives are in different directions. Different directions, yeah. Um, and I'm fortunate that I don't have um, a, too long of a list of people who I've known who have committed suicide or or died yeah, or yeah. died That's for that good. matter um so yeah. i would love to be in touch with my mother and i guess technically speaking we were uh, physically close because i was taking care of her while she was dying uh, but emotionally there was some unfinished business there i'm not going yeah. to lie so um uh, i would love to see her again and what i would tell her if i could tell her, I would tell her how much I appreciate her. I don't think I did that while she was alive. Not to my satisfaction. Yeah. I would like to tell her how much I love her and appreciate her. You're listening to <laughs> Nooner. Yeah. You'll find us in the comedy section of the iTunes <laughs> it store. It got kind of serious. Uh, mm-hmm. um, um, well, let me ask you something. Well, Okay. Um, ask away. Do we feel satisfied with the number of 100 words? Because I have one more, but I think maybe we save it. Yeah. And here's my call to action for uh, you all who are participating in the 100-word um, thing. The Lighten up. Yeah. No, no, no let's, uh, uh, let's <laughs> Make try it to, funny. <laughs> yeah. Do a c- comedic one for next week. Make a comedic one, 100 words. Uh, don't make it a joke, but uh, try to m- lighten things up. Just see see what what comes out of that. There's, it's nice to have a, a writing prompt. But you know what? Write what you feel too. Yeah, I was. Yeah, no, we to just say, may not read it. Would, it would I'm be just nice saying if there that it's a comedy, but also. But I'm saying that as it, it's good to have coming out of people. sure. No, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have these things, but I, I'm just trying to create some uh, a theme. You, you know? know what happened when you stuff your feelings. I'm not you asking people to stuff their feelings. I know, but Are do you, you know what happened when you I, do? I do that myself. That's I funny. have a joke all lined up. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, here, here's where we lighten things up, everybody. Everybody get, get, your, get everybody your finger on the finger on the funny bone right here. Here we go. It is the joke. Here. <laughs> here's the wind up. Here it comes. Um, if you stuff your feelings, you get an ulcer. Then the doctor have to prescribe a pill for you, and guess how much it costs? <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Twenty-five thousand rupees. <laughs> That's like fifty cents. Oh, twenty-five deal. million rupees. <laughs> Is that? Oh, I looked at an article, um, and it was talking about how much a one-bedroom apartment costs, like how many the rupees? Around the world, yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, just around the world, and um, I think it was like a BuzzFeed article or something. Uh, 
And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I should move to, like, India or <laughs> one of these other countries. Like, I could I live like a queen yeah. there. Yeah, the, no, like... The same money that I'm struggling with in Los Angeles is, like... You can get a place in Detroit. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah but, I could. But, you a know, house. But, and the houses cost, like, you know, like, tens of thousands of dollars there uh, right, or, or like, less. Right, you downside can get a house is that from you live for in 20 Detroit. or 50,000 dollars. Actually, the, the downside is that when you move into these places, a lot of them don't have uh, utilities hooked up, and they have uh, back taxes and, and things that need to be paid. Fixer-uppers. Oh. So it, it's not as, as simple as just, like, here's $10,000, so where's my four-bedroom house? When you buy a house that have uh, money owed for other things, you have to take on that debt? I don't know exactly how it works, but um, but I know that, like... Uh, the government uh, wanted money. And, and utilities, too. And utilities. You know, oh, so. interesting. Yeah. I, I have good me hundred words. I'm sorry? I have a comedic hundred words. Oh, good. Go on. You want to hear it? Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Rock out with your cock out. (laughs) I'm going to try not to read too much into the fact that the character I identify with most on Game of Thrones is the Hound. He's big and ugly and no one likes him. He's smart, but no one listens to him. He has a strength and a nobility and a moral code, but no one respects him. He doesn't even have a proper name. He's named after a dog for fuck's sake. Not even a cute dog with an individual name with character like CJ or Sonny or Cooper or (laughs) Bubbles. Just the Hound. He is independent and follows his own path, but no one is on his side. He will die alone. And man, is he ugly. I wish I identified with the rakish pirate who blows in and blows out, and everyone is always glad when he's around because he's a good time Charlie. (laughs) But I'm only just starting season four. Maybe the hound becomes a hero whose praises are sung across the seven kingdoms, and my rakish pirate ideal gets ass-raped and tortured. But I doubt it. The only other character I feel a kinship with is a eunuch. Man, this is way more self-reflection than I was counting on this morning. Bill! That is really great. I want to say something. Sure. I was going to start watching the show, but now it's a spoil for me. No. Did I spoil? Oh, shit. Did I spoil anything? No. Oh, sorry. Spo- I didn't even you, think no, about no, that. No, you didn't spoil you just I, like, I, Normally, I don't care about spoilers, but you now said, that I'm actually watching Game of Thrones, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Don't said, fuck this up for me. Oh, it's so good. You said you like the hound. That gave away nothing. <laughs> okay. Good, you're, good, good. You're, I didn't think about that. I didn't mean to be you, insensitive, You are guys. in for it right now. You <laughs> have a talent. So good. You see, when you channel your anger and put more words on it, fancy words like I still think the shit I said really about great. sports was fucking hilarious. None of us laughed. Well, she did. I did. I well, think she you. was just being polite because she was raised as a No, I think she actually lady. has it together and enjoys sports and isn't insecure like I'm you guys. I'm wearing a Dodger shirt right now. Exactly. Uh, but I really like it. I noticed. I like that piece. When you uh, elucidate, <laughs> illuminate, when you write more about your feel, your anger and... Effusidate? Effusidate? <laughs> yeah, I think that's if the you word you're looking date. for. Anyway, that was really great. I liked it. Thank you. That was good. Yeah, and that uh, similar like your almond croissant one, that was really funny too. I'd actually been doing the free writing exercise most mornings oh, already, so it's, it kind of comes easy. Evan Cardi from Roseville, California, says, Some really talented people wrote in. Chris Miller's in particular gave me shivers. A hundred nice. is a good number. Wow. There you go. Yay. There you go. Thank you, Evan. Nice. Way to Providing go, Chris Providing a platform Miller. for the people. Yeah. So this is like the literary equivalent of Twitter. Instead of 140 characters, it's a hundred words. hundred words, yeah. yeah. I love it. It's a good length. Yep. Don't say that, though, because otherwise people are going to start sending in like ra- crazy racist rants like they do on Twitter. Right. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we, we have a filter. Yeah. 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 Oh, we haven't filtered anything yet. But yeah, happily, <laughs> not, nothing has Send your crazy filter, racist <laughs> rants and we will see. Actually, that is a segment I could totally get behind. Crazy racist rants? Yeah. Because it would... I, whatever, I don't have to explain myself. Fuck you guys. What? We I think it's hilarious. <laughs> we didn't say anything. You said it all with your face, Marty. No, I didn't. I was about to join in, but... Oh, jeez. <laughs> Man. 
Preemptive rage. I like it. That's that's the name of your band. Yeah, it's not my first go around on this fucking show. I know how you people are. Rage. Preemptive rage. Yeah, just mm, open my yeah, close-minded preemptive rage. Um, so uh, there was a uh, there's a guy named Cormiga Copening, and he's being prosecuted in North Carolina for having nude photos of a minor on his phone. And that's you how know. How old is he? Well, she? well, he, he is a, a uh, I think he's a junior or senior. He's 17, mm-hmm. and he's the quarterback for his high school football team. And so what happened was rumors at his school that naked photos were being passed around, uh, they prompted administrators to collect all the phones and, and look through them. What? And where they found these naked photos of a minor on his phone. And so he's being tried as an adult, and he pled guilty. Was it his girlfriend? Sorry, yeah, I wasn't like, listening. What, who's the minor? Oh, they're himself. That's fine. They're of himself. He had them that he was sending to his girlfriend, who didn't send them to anybody else. It was just between the two of them. And And how did word get out about this? Because there were rumors at the school that naked. There were rumors, and so that he was into field hockey players. Oh, this is a song about a (laughs) finally made Tony. Finally made Marty smile. Tony's theme. It's only been four years on the show. Uh, Oh, you make me smile every week. Mm Mm-hmm. When I see the backside of you, we'll <laughs> in the distance. Um, it's more like it. So the girlfriend was prosecuted similarly, and you know they didn't share them with anybody else. Or receiving a text. The age of consent is 16 in North Carolina, but you can't send sexy photos. So he's being charged as a major, uh, as, a, as an adult, <laughs> as a major, as an That's adult. Awesome. <laughs> uh, for having pictures of a minor himself. And it's not because of her the photos of her; it's p- photos of him. So how can you be charged as a as an as a major? Well, is he gonna? <laughs> so he's getting, he's like gonna probably get like a sex offense, like the same thing as no, like if you show your he was, genitals to a, a minor or something like that. Yeah, he was threatened. They said, "Okay, if you want to take this to trial, the, you will be charged, and um, if you're found guilty, you will be." forced to register as a sex offender for the rest of your life. Holy shit. So that's why he pled guilty. Why? He oh, because they said if you take the plea, you uh-huh. won't have to register. Oh, you won't. But he still will have a penalty for it. And so this I, is, this is like the USA, USA, USA. Yeah, we I are like so repressed. That the judge have some common sense. And no. Speaking no. as someone who's totally repressed, we are so fucking repressed. It's depressing. Yeah. Like there, there was the uh, the case. Um, this kid, seventeen year old, went to Michigan uh, because he met someone online. We talked about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the judge was just like, you know, it wasn't about that he was a minor. It's because he hooked up online. When I was in high school, um, so last year. Yeah, last year, uh, we. Uh, we really want you to go to college. We really think it's going to be good for you. <laughs> I know, right? Oh God. Shut up, mom. You're throwing away your life. I'll go to nursing school when I fucking feel like it. I'm trying to be a comedian. Your father and I had such high hopes for you. Sorry. People told me I was funny. Don't Uh, listen to them, babe. Get in the car. You you need a phone. So when I was in high school um, last year, uh, we um, we had an assembly. Because it was all about, like, let's see, sidekicks and all the all the um, fancy phones were just starting to become a thing, Blackberries and whatnot, and um, they had to take us all and tell us, like, just so you know, 
if you're sending these pictures, because it was like my space was big, everyone's taking a bunch of pictures, and people are sending naked pictures, whatever. And they were like, just so you know, if you do this, and your boyfriend or your girlfriend is 18 or older, like if you're a freshman dating senior, whatever, they can be known as a sex offender. So you guys, like basically discouraging us from doing that at all, because, you know, kind of like... You don't think that there's repercussions, but there are, and you have to be careful. But just, just for my own clarity, they were they were just letting you know what you might be getting into, not warning you that they would be taking that kind of yeah, action. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. it's it's them. It, it was yeah. It wasn't like a it wasn't like a mean assembly. If you like, do Stop this, doing we're this. gonna come down on you. Yeah, it, was it wasn't like, it wasn't so something know. like that. But they did say though, like if they find out about it, they have to. It's they have to be the ones who have to do it. Right. Hmm. But it was never something where like okay, we're gonna we heard a rumor about this, so we're gonna take everyone's phone. Like that to me is. Such, I mean, yeah, there might. I feel like if you're in high school and stuff, you still have the right to privacy. Like, absolutely. That's. I don't understand why they. Especially if you're above the age of consent, too. You know. And if the pictures are of you, like, what the fuck? It's ridiculous. Oh, by the way, the the two who were prosecuted, the boyfriend and girlfriend, they were black in North Carolina. I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but that is a fact of the case. It just. Oh, so they feared his giant cock. Yeah, there was some jealous. There's a white judge. judge who's like, "Oh my god, that's such a big cock! Everything they said about black man is right. Let's destroy him." It just or something like that. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's like, verbatim. I don't know if this is like judges who are just old fashioned and just trying to like you know keep. It is. Keep, yeah, it <laughs> I'm is. sure it, it is. is. And, yeah, and also I judges guess. who just aren't familiar with technology and just are not scared. You know, people who are just fucking terrified. But they need to. I think the assembly that they had in high school was really helpful for also, me and for a lot of I mean I wasn't sending naked pictures of myself but like you know I'd be, mm-hmm. I you know I I knew to wait until I was 18 before I started doing that um and <laughs> it, it is so and hip, Cassandra hip. would you please stop I mean I'm not interested you guys don't you know? want that no no and why do you have to send it to the group it makes it's it, put in a group chat so we could all comment I'm, I'm cool with it you, oh, okay you <laughs> I just yeah, send them fine I thought everyone was cool you're, you're creamy yeah <laughs> Oh, that's not the word that I'd want to hear after sending a naked picture. Like, oh, it's creamy, girl. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I like that you had a girl. Yeah, well, yeah. That's how girl. Yeah, girl. That's, that's how girl. creamy. Helm would listen to a lot of music that have the singers going, girl, why you do me like that, girl? <laughs> so it is on my mind, girls. Yeah, he li- yeah, that R, R and B. the B. Yeah, yeah, both of those. Does he listen to The weekend? That Ooh. Canadian smooth, smooth. He have Pandora or something oh. like this. Spotify. I like one the of weekend. those. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just He's quickly, a uh, couple uh-huh. of follow up. Like my pictures. Couple of. Uh, <laughs> yes, we know. <laughs> for some follow up tweets. Jane tweeting uh, for home buying and the money owed. Uh, she say in most cases the remaining items owed on a house are paid from the buyer's final payment, so the seller won't see that money. Right. Right. Yeah, well yeah. You, wouldn't you just go kind of upside down in it and just kind of... Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. And uh, owe it for the rest Chris of your life. Chris Ryden thanking you, Bill, for reading his um, piece, his 100 words. He said your reading was perfect. He could not be happier. Oh, good. Cool. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the top of the hour, and you're listening to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodcast Internet Radio Networks. Nice. I think that whole... Um, 
the dick pic thing. It's it's the same as every every issue we end up talking about. It's just people are just fucking scared. There's I don't so, understand so much why contradictory message because living they're so saying, scared. Like, look, I get it. I live, I live in fear. They have toddlers in tiaras and all this lady yeah. in her bikini eating a burger and Miley Cyrus is doing construction work in the nude. Everybody naked, naked. And then they say, don't be naked and don't try to be sexy. You can't but here buy and this imagine burger. imagine teenagers said, having sexual Thoughts. That's ooh. That's so, so in, crazy. Un, and I, you know, why doesn't the judge just tell us what he jerks off to? Because it's sh- something they want to shut down. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. defund Bill, Planned Parenthood because they no, don't want saying. anybody to have <laughs> legitimate. Surprisingly education. modest. I will take the fifth. It's surprisingly modest. I'm sorry, Giselle. I think you guys was funnier than me. I, I was <laughs> <laughs> we should have gone with you. I was on a soapbox. Yeah. Um, no, but it, Bill it's has true. A, I think so much of it is, is, is well, obviously, I'm not saying anything anyone well, you doesn't know, but so much of it is, chicken? Yeah, so Bill, it is fear-based, and I just, I, I, I also deal with fear and live in fear, but I don't, I don't project my fear on other people and try to crush them. Bill has a stack of Sears catalogs mm. underneath his uh, bed, and he just goes to the... Uh, the Home furnishings? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Lacey and under things, but now I know a little bit more about you. Well, God, it's so well-organized. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, that's when your roommate's just like, oh, God. I got I to gotta make more money and get free of this prison. Look at the Don't mitering. Don't leave the door open. Look, Jesus. Look at the mitering on those I'm not going to let... I'm not going to let you keep feng shuiing the house if this is how you're going to act, oh, Bill. Yeah, in the nude. In the nude. In the nude. Um, I kind of equate the whole, like, telling kids, like, hey, be careful when you send these... Um, naked pictures because you are still technically minors to or like i guess not doing that is kind of the same thing as like when you get mad at teenagers for having sex when and like just because you're not young anymore yeah it's like just why don't we just educate educate kids in high school and in middle school because times are changing and it's gross um educate them about having safe sex and like also conducting themselves safely with the internet and um because it's right. a it's a new it's and a new it, time I, and it's it's like the it's this fleeting moment where it's just like oh it's a whim and then you don't realize the permanence of whatever you send out yeah because you as a young person you, you don't think about consequences and for us it was really easy to do that because you could you know, uh, do whatever you want, and it wasn't going to. There was not a permanence. Yeah. It, it well, back in our day, if you want to send a picture of your uh, special bits, you have to take a photograph, put it on the mimeograph machine, make a lot of copies. Right. Or go to the, a lot of steps to go. Like, go to yeah, the actually, I'm not going to do this. Then yeah, go to the photo mat. Go to the uh, photo yeah. mat. You have to put the paper in everybody's cubby hole. And there were these things called Polaroid photos. You know, what's the big hassle? Yeah. Uh, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, just come on. What come are on. these I mean, photos you, you speak? You of? have to think of the future, and you know what? Yeah. The future starts with education. So right. you just go, to, just sign up for community college classes, okay? I did community college, and you know what happened? Is I was doing community college and comedy at the same time, and I was doing shitty at both. So mm. I made a decision, and uh, college is not going anywhere, Mom. Okay, <laughs> honey, we just want the best for you. I can't afford fucking college. Please. And scene. <laughs> and reality. Jane asks a girl question. Okay. Uh, I'm out. I will out. <laughs> yeah, we're, we'll step aside. Oh, do I like you this feel, she said, do you feel women want to receive, uh, well, she say, dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> dick pics. <laughs> the doors of dick pics. Uh, 
I've never found it, she say, I've never found it a turn on to receive. You've never seen one of mine. I would, I will say <laughs> that like, I, I would. Diabetes guy? <laughs> oh, Wilford Brimley? Yeah, it's like Wilford Brimley signing a dick pic. That's awful. I would never be, like, get turned on by a vagina pic. Um, I mean, I would. It would be an interesting symbol of intimacy, but in terms of like wine material, yeah. not. Interested. Did I ask for this dick pic? Because that's a huge question. Is an unsolicited dick pic? No, not a turn on at all. Also jarring. Um, but have you ever received one. a dick pic? Uh huh. And wh- huh. and what was your? Was it solicited? No, the, I don't think I've ever solicited a dick pic. And what was How your, would you word that? Dear Trevor send me Noah, a your dick. please send me yeah. a dick. Yeah. Okay. Send pics, yo. Uh, send, so what send was your reaction to it? Oh, fuck. Ah, hey, everyone, all my girlfriends. Look. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> don't what, send your dick pic. Was it from a gentleman who wanted to... Uh, a gentleman caller? Was it from a gentleman caller? Yes, uh, it was from a gentleman caller. Um, and, and luckily... I think it was we can from, take the word gentleman out of the equation. He <laughs> wanted to get to know you it's a from, little better. Him, dude. Um, yeah. how, how long had you known him for? Oh, God. Um... Like uh, like, a, like a couple months. I mean, wow. yeah, it was gross, but I fucked them. Um, no. Well, we'd had we'd had uh, sex before the dick pic, before the incident. Um, so you were familiar with the, with his yeah. Johnson. I was, that's which is why I'm like actually. So I think, strange Johnson. Which is why probably he thought that he could just send it to me willy nilly. But um, no pun intended. <laughs> um, but it was still like ah, oh my god. And then you know yeah, it just showed everybody. And um, did what was your reaction to him? Were you were you like turned off by it, and did you let him know? Um, I don't remember how I respond. I think that it was Check late at history. night. I think it was late at night, so I was just like, "I'm gonna pretend like I'm asleep," and <laughs> then I didn't really respond to it until the morning when I had time to craft a proper response. And I think I was like, "Oh, that's not what I expected to wake up to," and then he was like, "LOL, you're funny," and so then we moved on. Nice. Oh. And so glad I'm not young. Yeah. Like is that how young people propose to each other now? Just like via text message, via dick pic, via dick pic. Yeah, Yeah. you know weddings when they give toasts and they have like slide (laughs) shows. This is how when they were young and everything loved me. Just just a bunch of dick pics and underwear shots and yeah. (laughs) I send a close up duck faces a a close up (laughs) of my forehead or temple. And then make people guess, what the hell is that? (laughs) (laughs) That's my forehead. You want to make sure they're attracted to your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Good call. I just wanted to warn people we are going to go a little short today. um, Oh, what do you have? I have a meeting. Oh, yeah? With who? None of your business. Mm. No, it's just work stuff. Oh, is it interesting? Nope. Oh, I don't know. Oh. Are you uh, going over the specs? We're going to dip the into the mail sack. Oh. Mail sack mail Sorry, sack. I don't know what happened. It's just work stuff. Not, nothing exciting. Uh, yeah, that was Chris great. Brown say, a crazy ex of mine randomly sent me a pic of down there out of spite or something. It really just confused me. Say that again? Chris Chris Brown write in that a crazy ex of his randomly sent him a pic of down there out of spite or something. The swimsuit area? It really his swimsuit the swimsuit. Out of spite area. of like you're gonna miss this or like was he dating someone else and then she sent that? 
Yeah, I don't know. He don't. He didn't go into detail, but he said it really just confused me. I uh, accidentally sent a picture of my friend's dog to someone I had hooked up with. Oops. <laughs> Who's supposed to go to the friend's wife? Because I was like, "Look, I'm hanging out with your dog," and I went to this girl I used to hook up with, and I had to come up with some random excuse why I did that. Couldn't you just say, uh, "My bad, it, wrong, that, wrong um, picture"? But could have. Okay. Could have, but I panicked. Okay. <laughs> I panicked. <laughs> I love you. I've always loved you. <laughs> what are you doing this, this weekend? Oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> this dog is a symbol of our love. Um, last week, Michael Federico emailed us at, um, about diversity in the media, about the lack of, of diversity in directors in, in uh, television shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we really addressed it um, well, let us do so now. Yeah, yeah, um, we, we breezed right over that. Yeah, one. so um, it was about women and minorities, um, <laughs> says the white male. Uh, <laughs> and I just, you know, there are programs out there that promote diversity. Disney has a writing program. Um, so does HBO. Oh, they do, and and then also John Wells, who's a you know big time ER producer, right? ER. Among many, many others. Yeah, and he has a diversity program that I know a bunch of people have gone through. And, um, and you know, they basically mentor you. They allow you to shadow these shows. Mm-hmm. He did, you know, ER, West Wing. Um, and I don't know if it's still around, but um, that's what my sister went through. And so it's a way to create opportunities and to, uh, I mean, part of this stuff. It's a is, handout to all the whiny people. Right. Um, <laughs> is about... Oh, come on. What? I actually think that. No, no, nobody said you did. <laughs> she made a face. Oh. I made a face. It's the same face I pictured you making when you got the dick pic unsolicited. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much the same as, ooh, <laughs> I'm going to pretend to be asleep. Um, but it's a way to, for, to create also relationships. So part of the reason is that like, uh, people hire who they know, and a lot of people hire who, what, who they're around them. You know, like right. um, Rob Thomas, he... Hires like he taught high school, and the guy directing his uh, episode right now of iZombie is was one of his students when he was a high school teacher, and mm. and he happens to be a minority. But the f- um, the fact is, like you hire who's around you. So if you yeah. create have this mentoring program, and you're surrounding these very high powered people with these uh, young women and minorities, you're you're creating these networking opportunities. Um, and I think, you know, we see that more and more that this is changing. The episode I did of The Odd Couple was directed by a, um, a black a- actor turned director. And black acting. Um, Hollywood Shuffle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we, and we still see, we see more and more minorities. And, you know, you've got Ken Jong with his TV show, uh, Fresh Off the Boat is in season two. But we still have... It's, and it's, all the, the groundbreaking, not groundbreaking, but... Uh, Emmy wins. Um, mm-hmm. All of Patridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Right? That's all the women? Yeah, that's all Richard women. Jenkins? Um, but it's still disheartening when you see just like a billboard for, like there's this new family show where they had like a billboard of like 15 people and they're all white. And it's <laughs> just like, it just, or when you see Code Black, this new medical drama about L.A., and we've talked about it before, um, it's based on a documentary about uh, an ER room in L.A., and the two of the four doctors profiled in this documentary are Asian American, like East Asian, and there are no principals in the the dramatization of that show who are Asian. There's an Indian woman 
But and isn't Louis uh, Louis Guzman? Louis Guzman. Yeah. But if you go to Not any, Asian, if you go to any LA Could hospital, be. if it were the fifties, they would totally hire him as an Asian guy. <laughs> go to any LA hospital or Mickey and Rooney wasn't look at the racial makeup of doctors. Is <laughs> much darker than on TV. Uh, much more Asian than in you know than on TV. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So we, it's nice that these opportunities are happening and things are are, are going on. But it just it just kills me when you just see just a billboard of white there's um, a super hot indian chick in quantico mm-hmm. she's very hot yeah she's, everyone in quantico she is thinks super about hot. Me i think that was like the point that's, of, that's the point of the show isn't that's it? kind of how tv works yeah oh yeah but i think that's particularly Shit. like a hard body all right TV the, show. I, I saw an ad for it in a bar with the sound off and i was like this is fucking porn i saw an ad for it with the sound on and i thought it was a joke because it was because <laughs> it was like i think i'm not I'm almost verbatim um, was like uh, some of the best looking FBI agents in the best shape of their life. But one of them's a murderer. And then it was like, and I was like, is this a joke? And then it was like Quantico. I was like, oh, holy shit. NBC, what are you doing? Ah, this isn't television. But that, yeah, I mean, it kind of is, right? Um, I know from my personal experience that um, my manager loves my last name. And uh, yeah. likes to push that uh, push that Hispanic lady stuff as much as we can, even though it's difficult um, because I am very fair skinned. But I'm Cuban, and a lot of Cuban uh, Cubans are fair skinned. So I try to I try to push that Hispanic thing as much as I can mm-hmm. um, because it's beneficial mm-hmm. to me right now. How's your Spanish? Uh, it's decent. Uh, Más o menos. <laughs> there was a. I had another friend of mine here in Los Angeles who was uh, want to be an actor, and he thought he would probably get a lot farther if he went with his mother's maiden name, which was Munoz. Mm-hmm. How'd that work for Frankie Munoz? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it worked pretty well for him. <laughs> um, the first email this week is from Steve o- Owens, who's uh, out in Texas. He says, "Hey, John, wait." John. John Piruccello. We have no John. There's no John here. There is no John here. He can't be here today, but usually he is. Uh, He says uh, he has a bit of uninteresting trivia for him. Uh, You were born... (laughs) Excellent setup. Yeah. Um, For someone who's not here. Right. I know. Is this... Well... Maybe save it for next week. Yeah, save it for next week. All right. Make it count. All right. Uh, Leo... Oh, no, that, we already read that one. <laughs> that was a that good one. one, the hundred words. Oh, Chris Miller, we already read. Mario, I mean, um, yes, he writes in, Ash Williams writes in, uh, Dragon Ball Z has a new series called Dragon Ball Super. Hashtag fuck yeah. Okay. That's the whole email? That, that's the first part. Oh, okay. And then two. Can't Ter- argue with that. Terrence Howard didn't ask for a pay raise. He had a contract and Marvel tried to cut the agreed upon figure for the Iron Man sequel. He's still nuts. He's still nuts. God, he's nuts. That, they probably tried to get out of his contract, and so they used. Right, that they tried to make this. Tried to make the situation untenable because they're like, I don't want to work with this fucking psycho. Um, and then he says, hashtag Kruger's balls. We were hoping to have Kruger on today. He's in town, but he couldn't get a car, uh, so or else he would have been here. He's, Where is he? What part Uber? of town? Uh, he, or a lift. Yeah. Well, he didn't want to spend money. He had he was going to borrow a car, but where yeah. is he? In what part of town? Um, just like two doors down from where you live. Yeah, I could have give him a ride. No, no, he's in Larchmont Village. Um, mm. So uh, let's see, Leo 
from Finland writes in and says, Hi, Merps. Um, let's see. Uh, here, you guys are talented actors, improvisers, Clevelanders, listless masturbators. Surely with your powers and time combined being on set, you've gained enough technical know-how and experience to film funny skits and perhaps put them on YouTube. Um, it's the last thing on so earth my I question do. is why don't you <laughs> why don't you as a test or possibly as a treat to us listeners uh, why not get a camera boom mic and some guy named Greg who can operate Greg, <laughs> Greg is a dick you know you don't want to work he with is Greg. unreliable yeah yeah and, and he's not as good as he says he's just in it for himself mm-hmm. um, Greg's got and he says <laughs> he says uh, why not just film a short skit or something that can be put on the web before you answer uh, I must, as a pessimist, predict why the collective answer is no. <laughs> I'm betting on conflict really schedules yeah. or not enough time. Yours, Leo from Finland. Uh, for for me, it's a very fair question, um, and it's actually something I do think about a lot because I, you know, I I have free time. I made a feature film. I've made short form stuff in the past, and I wonder why I don't do more of it. But the actual short form comedy sketch web format is not interesting to me. Even when it's done very well, my at best my reaction is, "Huh, great." It it doesn't it's not where I want to put my energy. It's um like I said before, I'm or like Cassandra said, I'm jaded. Um I did Is anybody else getting that really weird um Aerosmith jaded song in their head every time Marty says jaded? I have motorin. Oh. Motorin. What's your price for fried? <laughs> Do they say jaded in that song? No, but that one just is in my head. Oh, okay. Much of the time. Completely unrelated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got it. Jaded. Um, tell Leo, check out my website. Um, I have some sketches on there. Um, I, you know, it's something that I wish that I did more of, but it's that's a it's a hard it's harder than you'd think um, so much harder than you think it take a long can, time yeah cause you can you can make sketches and you can go ahead and you know do even if you can get all the work done sometimes people don't give a shit because a lot of you have to like nail that perfect like 45 seconds you shouldn't make them any longer than that otherwise people lose their attention um and it's just I don't know. I have a lot more fun writing long stuff that like makes me feel like I have integrity and <laughs> makes me happy. Um, and I've seen, you know, like the ground, the, some of the best of the groundlings and some of my favorite mm-hmm. improvisers from Second City, extremely gifted, talented people, many of whom have strong uh, film and TV careers, make short form sketches for YouTube, and it's still not interesting. It just isn't. Yeah, that, it isn't that it, interesting. It's not. Yeah, I have a. It's I have not, a yeah, it's not. It does. It, yeah, I like exactly them. like you say. It's much harder than you think to it's, make something. It really is. It, the time, the time it takes to make them. You know who I have a lot of respect for is um, we was talking about those vine stars, mm-hmm. King whatever King his Bach. name, and and the other guy, the number one vine star, that guy. Uh, anyway, they they do little six second videos, and some of them are quite uh, intricate and mm-hmm. specific. They're really great and funny, and only six seconds. Yeah, I, I would Leo, say of them all, that's that's the format that has been the strongest. Leo, do you yeah. check out Vine, the the number one Vine star? L- I think uh, Logan Paul is that who it is? No, yeah, he's, he's a good Which is the one who does all the magician, Abdi? like the the visual effects and stuff. I think that's the Logan oh, Paul. He like oh, jumps so over a car or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, so great. Those, it's. I think that that. Is kind of like a, it's an art form of itself. Yeah, um, sure is. I have a lot of friends who are just really great at writing sketches and really funny and can execute things funny in that short of time. And 
I'm just not one of those types. Of you people. know who I also do a shout out for um, um, Greg Benson and his company, his film Mediocre Films. He does some very 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 funny, funny videos. And his wife does. And his funny wife, stuff uh, Kim Evie. They are on YouTube. He have a YouTube channel, Mediocre Films, and he do his. his it's his full time uh, vocation. He's mm. making videos and editing and posting and. And then he he's uh, been hired by companies to do those, you know, uh, prank it forward. Prank things. it, yeah. He, he, very, very he funny. make a whole life out of it. So Lou, check those out. Um, Wait, Lou? Leo. 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 I'm sorry, Leo. YouTube stars have their own fucking billboards on Sunset Boulevard now. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, drive down Sunset. If I could finish my thought show. before Bill rudely interrupted me, um, I was... What? Uh, no, I don't I remember said, you talking. Oh, well, when I was talking about me being jaded. Oh, oh yes. Oh. I was... Jaded. Oh, yes. Motoring. What? Uh, okay, go. No, I, I, I've done a bunch of sketches, and you can go to Marty U on... Uh, YouTube and watch some of them. Some of them are much better than others. But like I did one that I really thought was going to be popular or a couple that were popular and then just they just like everybody liked them but it, nobody watched them. Like everybody I knew liked them. Uh, and so I never even finished cutting the third one. Did Is that the one uh, they uh, take off from Apocalypse No, now? no. So then I had this other one that I was editing and I hadn't finished cutting it and I, I had it for... Um, you know, years, and I ended up just um, putting up the rough cut because I didn't have, I, you know, I didn't know where the original footage was, and and I didn't want to redo the sound, so I just put it up, and you can, and that was a few weeks ago, so you can look at that on uh, the YouTube. Uh, but it's, you know, it's a lot of work, and if you want to, want to do it well, and and your success is defined by the number of hits you get and mm -hmm. if you don't get them then it's just like it's it's disappointing and it's you have to do you should do them because it make you happy to do them then you'll be less uh, invested in how many clicks and likes and hits and tweets you get right yeah when but when good luck with that when, yeah when you <laughs> it's, it's, hard, it's hard to invest your time in anything and you're like mm. I talk a big game about right. this screaming inner, in a canyon piece. it's yeah. exhausting yeah. <laughs> it is hey just real quick Lou uh, tweet in a forward a little uh, saying from Void Wish about dick pics it said dick pics are an example of the free market failing utterly in maintaining a supply and demand equivalency <laughs> the demand for dick pics is extremely low, <laughs> yet dudes perpetually supply them and flood the market. Hence, capitalism is always a failure. <laughs> uh, here's a, no, here's a question for listeners. If you have sent a di dick pic and gotten laid off that, let us know. Or if you've received a dick pic and thought, ooh, I find that so sexy and turn I'm so turned on, let us know. Um, because that would that's fascinating to us. It's like Totally the opposite if a girl sends like a picture, yeah, or no. If you sent me a picture of your boobs, well, let's try it out and see what happens. Yeah, come on, guys. It's already in the group text. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. Forgot. And none forgot. of you have fucked me. So that's <laughs> not worth You sounded like a super villain. Yeah, like <laughs> none of you have fucked me. <laughs> I'll get you one of these days. <laughs> Jane writes in, good morning, Smurps. Good I'm, morning, Jane. I'm busy preparing for a bunch of Halloween events, a wedding, a Halloween wedding. Ooh. Um, my kids' first outdoor trick-or-treating. Aww. Aww. 
Did you do indoor trick or treating before? That's that's actually really cute. Just like each room in the house is like a different. That's very different, cute. That would be really cool. Uh, and I thought I would throw a quick fun one in the sack. What would you like to see in your Halloween bag? Food only. No cheating by saying a million dollars or a new puppy. Okay, so or food. some sweet pussy. <laughs> what? 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 Food. What? That's food. food. In fairness, you can eat the puppy and the pussy. I would like um, a fruit fruit roll-ups. <laughs> I would like half a million dollars. Boom. No. Um. What? What? What do you? Did you guys have a? Uh, I'm. I don't enjoy. It's not like a. I'm in LA now. I'm off sugar. I just don't enjoy. I don't have a sweet tooth anymore. But I used to. Mounds bars. Just voraciously eat candy. And the one that I haven't seen since I was a kid was the Marathon Bar, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, we talked about oh. that. Yeah, sort of like smashed flat caramel. Yeah. A thin layer of chocolate, like wavy chocolate. And I, I loved it. It would just be fun to see one again. I don't know that I could get my way through it. but What's that candy bar they have now that have pretzels in it? Mm, Do you remember? Uh, something crunch. Yeah, it's good. That one's good. Uh, whatchamacallit? No, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. Oh, That's no, I was just one. saying, like, just, you know, oh. whatchamacallit. Um, Almond Joy. My, my, I grew up in a house with a long driveway, and the houses weren't very sparse. Uh, or were sparsely uh, scattered around, so my parents always gave away full candy bars because they figured if anybody made the trek, they <laughs> That's nice. And here I give away just handfuls of candy because I'm the weird single guy with the beat-up house, uh-huh. so right. all the kids stay away. You but should I'm like, do the... You come should- here! You should turn that into a thing. Like we had the the Witch of Woodmere, and she would dress all get all dressed up and bring kids into their house, and you're like, well, this shouldn't be. And it was super creepy and scary. And she would she would give you bags like Ziploc bags, and it would be this is I have Newton, and it was like candy corn and yeah, I don't mounds bars. I think these days they they everything needs to be wrapped and hermetically sealed by the manufacturer. Right. Um, I should do my friend. My brother's friend used to every year at Halloween he would go. You go to the Russo's, which is like a stop and shop or whatever, and with, uh, with a dozen apples and a box of razor blades and nothing else. <laughs> and just set, set them down. That is. And she'd ring them up and you'd go, God, I love Halloween. <laughs> and then walk out. <laughs> that is really funny. Um, That's but very funny. I don't think that really happens that often. I, I always wondered that. Yeah. Because my mom I was like, don't eat anything that's already been opened and like be careful, you know, because people put razor blades and stuff. And I just now, in retrospect, I'm like, what do you gain from, you're not even going to be there when the kid eats the razor blade. Like, what did you, <laughs> what do you get from that? And what kid's going to need eat an apple? Right. They're going to throw that thing out right away. Like, that's true. I always give away my chocolate parts and I just uh, like the pure sugar ones, like sweet tarts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I was the only oh. one who Caps. liked who liked coconut and who liked peanuts and stuff. So I nice. used to just like swim in Almond Joys and Baby Ruth that nobody yeah. wanted. Oh, I actually mm. have come to like Baby Ruth a yeah. lot. Take Five is a, is a candy bar with pretzels. That's the one. Okay. Take Five. That's a really yummy candy bar. Pretzels. Who knew? Yeah. Salty and sweet. It's salty and sweet. Like kettle corn. Do you like kettle corn? I'm not a huge uh, popcorn in general fan. So Honestly, do it, you like kettle corn? I don't like tea? popcorn at all. It hurts my stomach. Oh. Yeah, I don't, it's not even that. It's just like I've never, it's never really been a thing for me. What do you eat at movies? I don't eat at movies. Puppies? What? Yeah. <laughs> sweet yeah. pussy. Puppies and sweet pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, like the the puppies and sweet pussy uh, combo pack, please, with a diet coke. Uh, actually, Coke Zero. Coke Zero, please. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not my weight. I yeah. go to the movies way more often. Hey, uh, Ty- Tyson, can, Dwe- can you pass a sweet pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Quit 
bogarting it. Uh, I'm do, sorry. Do you two want to sit closer together so we can share? <laughs> share more easily. Um, yeah. I, so, Jane, in answer to your question, I would say... <laughs> I like just like a, a handful of a, a, an assortment of candies because then, you know, then variety of spice of life. Yeah. Gummy cola? Uh, yeah, cola, bo- co- cola bottles. Yeah. Gummy cola yeah, bottles, yeah. Haribo, sure. Haribo. Love those. Uh, Made from horses. Tyson have tweeted in that the video game Let's Play, those videos get more attention than sketches. But I've not heard of those video game Let's Play. You heard of Is this? Is that when you're watching someone play video games? Is that like Twitch? I mean, it's Minecraft. crazy. Oh, it, watching videos of somebody playing a, a yes, video game. Yeah. That's, I, mean, that is, oh. that's, I feel like because that there's is like... ultimate and lazy. Yeah, there's like yeah, a lifestyle attached but it's, to that. Yeah, it's an insider thing. It's, it's no different than like watching gaming, football, yeah. you know. It's like you're watching... Oh, uh, <laughs> 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 it's a little bit different than watching football. Uh, well, but... I think the, the, one of the things the I do interest. love about in in, in uh, to be to be honest, one of the things I do love about sports is the is the physical uh, mastery of, of of something, which right. I guess hand eye coordination. Yeah, sure. And it's sure, like sure. there is such a depth to some of these games that you will never master them. Mm-hmm. And so you're watching these people, you know, with amazing memories of of and amazing hand eye coordination, do stuff in unison with four other people who are have amazing, and they're just all communicating. And I think mm-hmm. that is really exciting for people. I. Watch it. I've watched several videos. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> you know, I, I had to do. Uh, I had to write something for uh, a commercial for one of these things, and I'm, I watched them over and over again. And I'm just. It's just a bunch of. Pew, 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 pew. You know, mm-hmm. just like epilepsy is uh, setting in. <laughs> um, but people just. You know, it's crowds of ten thousand, twenty thousand people. All in this, this arena, just cheering like mad for this stuff, and they all get it. Get it? Like the one thing will happen, and the, the crowd just erupts. So it's the same thing, like cricket. Same. It's, right. it's exact same thing watching cricket. Right. You know, I don't get so, it. You don't get it. Have you been watching the Rugby World Cup? That's a. Uh, I haven't. Are they I in don't the semis now? Where are they? Say? Where are, the, are they in the semifinals? Where? Mm, not sure. Oh. Because I have not been paying as much attention. Good as thing Helmut. you brought it up. No. <laughs> Helmut has been watching it. Helmut, tweet in. Yes, Helmut. Tell, Is tell Helmut on the Twitter? I don't think so. Oh. He's usually too busy counting the bugs. Oh, that's right. He loves his He's bugs. an entomologist. Mm. Mm. So, guys, uh, I, unfortunately, we have to end a little early. Um, so, let's wrap it up. What, uh, any things to plug? Screening the rough cut tomorrow night for um, a, few, a few editors and directors who, nice. who know what a rough cut is. You know, wow. there's so much that's to missing. Get feedback? You can't just, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, it's time to share our progress and see, and see if we're on the right track. And so you great. have a complete cut then. Yes. You can watch from the beginning. I mean, there, there are slugs where sure. it just cuts to like, and then this happens because we right. haven't shot the VFX, but, uh, or the miniatures and the, or the stop motion. But, um, yeah. Cassandra, nothing at flappers coming up. I, I don't know why everybody thinks I prefer a flapper so often. I did it once. Oh, um, Burbank ice house. Burbank. No, ice? Pasadena. I said. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then shut the fuck up. 
I'm not doing anything. Um, you're in post on a really important thing. Yeah, I'm in post on a really important thing. You're 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 rocking a Dodgers tank. Rocking a Dodgers tank. As we head into the postseason. I'm going to y- yoga later today. There you okay, go. And where can people see you that they're doing that? Which, which yoga studio? What time? Uh, well, let's just announce it. You know. Okay. What is your favorite are there, are there yoga glass pose? Windows for us to look through? Yeah. What's your favorite yoga pose these days? These days. Okay. Wrapping up. <laughs> Giselle, what do you got to plug? I like well, pigeon. It feels real good. Me too. Oh, that I, hurts I like, like hell. half pigeon. Yeah, yeah. That hurts yeah. like hell. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it right now. Uh, it hurts like hell. I like to say Ekapadaraja Kapatasana, which is pigeon, but you put your back leg up and reach back for it. Oh, that hurts like hell. Oh, I don't know. If I, I can't can really do, do it. It's right king pigeon with a raised leg. Uh, I'm going to be doing yoga on Thursday with my friend Shira, is coming over to do yoga at the house. Nice. So that's my plug. Oh, very good. <laughs> and, Marty, are uh, you doing yoga in Tyson? I am, will not be doing any yoga. Not that I'm against it. I'm just you know, I got shit to do. If anyone <laughs> want to join, if anyone wants to you join might be me, less with, jaded if you start. Uh, I died. Well, I'll try. I'll try. Motoring. Can I finish? Can I finish? I will be uh, on a hangout with my manager in 15 minutes if anyone wants to join me. <laughs> so uh, just try. What? You have a manager? It. Of course. Yeah. I have a job. Oh, for your job job. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, not for... Not for... No. Not for no. anything. The career. Uh, so guys, if you want to join in the conversation, email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Tweet us at all our names and uh, bug Steve Kruger, Steven Kruger, at Steven Kruger. Um, about uh, missing out on today's show, and but he might be back in a couple weeks, so we shall see. And uh, tell your friends about the show, uh, give us reviews, go to the Tumblr page, tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com, and uh, thank you guys so much for a thank great you show. Thank you very much. For great contributions, team. Yeah, us. really. Yeah. And remember, 100 words, let's keep it, let's go as an experiment let's try a theme of comedy or just light let's just keep no no I'm just I'm just putting a theme out there comedy and we will see you next Tuesday bye This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.